Welcome to the Weekend Catch-Up Podcast. This is Isaac and Bree, fresh off of a quick little vacation from <laughs> life, because we got <coughs> almost on cue. Uh, we went down with COVID last week. Okay, I got a bone to pick with y'all, because, okay, since the vaccine came out, the, the thing I've heard about 10 zillion times mm. is if you get the vaccine, the COVID-19... COVID Side effects. Side effects are not that bad. Like, co- it's COVID light, right. basically. That's, That's what, what I've heard. heard. Right. I died. You this, guys. this put us it on was our backs. awful. Yeah, this put us down. It was awful. And mine was way worse than yours. I don't want to be rude, but okay. I had it. You've had it long. Like, you've had more, um, like, I've after had the effects. fatigue, yeah. You've had more after effects, and I, but I was dying. Yeah, you went down pretty hard. I cried, you guys. It was awful because I couldn't breathe. Like it, it, I I got nothing. But okay? we're back. You don't want this. You don't want it. <laughs> but we are back. We managed to finish up Stranger Things that happened while we were down in quarantine. It did um, the new t- the two newest episodes, which by the way, one of them was like two and a half hours long. You guys, yeah. we're gonna jump in with Zoe next week to kind of give a react to that and talk about the wrap up. Uh, but this week, a normal episode lined up for us. Um, so I, for my week in pop culture. Still recovering from the Stranger Things finale, I'm just going to say. Okay. But, like, that is all I'm going to say. They uh, managed to kill the one character I actually cared about. Yeah. Um, We're not going to name drop yet. You cared about about, another one. I care about all of them. You were worried. I I was worried about one. Yeah. And that's why I looked it up ahead of time. Right. So that character did not die. I think it had a good ending for the most part, but there's also some theories. who did not die. Right. (laughs) I've been reading all of these different theories. I've explored it to death, and we can really go into it next week when we talk about it. But what is your week in pop culture? My week in pop culture. Okay. So I guess I have hit rock bottom because i've gone back to playing animal crossing oh no so the game that has consumed over a thousand hours of my life literally over a thousand hours back at it checked it out is back i started i and i don't know how it happened but we switched we have the switch light and the switch and i switched them around so many times yeah my accounts i lost my island right which was fine right. i mean at at a certain point you've done all there is that can be done sure. and you're kind of stuck you're like your creativity is a little stifled right so i was like okay i'll start over with a fresh fresh right. new thing um so i've been playing that quite heftily yeah. lately so but you're back in animal crossing are, in are animal there crossing. new features new updates that you're excited about or is no. it just kind of the same old same old <laughs> they actually the last update was the last update they are doing oh anymore. okay they they came out with like a dlc and um one last big update and they said yeah, that that's it that's it and so that was like a year ago and you've played through that completely yeah but i'm starting over okay so you're starting I over mean, from it's scratch a, it's a different kind of game like you can really play different you can like I don't know it there's really unlimited play time because it's up to your own creativity yeah so you can you know if you want to make your house like on this one I think I'm gonna make my house all Barbie pink colors oh, there you go. because of the new Barbie movie that's coming out which looks awesome by the way they're right. sort of shooting that right um so I'm doing that I guess and you you started playing Breath of the Wild that's right over COVIDcation having fun with it and uh yeah it's been I think we've both kind of been sharing the switch again which is fun so yeah kind of back to our old habit what do you think of Breath of the Wild I it is incredible it's a masterpiece of a game it is now that i'm back and doing a thousand different things a day it's still kind of hard to get my attention back on it 
but it's a fantastic game. I'll talk. I'll, that'll be my week in pop culture next week when we talk about it. Yeah, okay. Be good. Okay. Let's jump into the story. I'm going to preface this first with a quick story. This is something that kind of happened to me at one point. So when I was a work study student for the university, I ended up having a couple of jobs. I had a summer job where I worked at the university call center. I called prospective students to ask if they were really serious about coming to JBU. And I'd kind of like encourage them to do that. And then I also worked here at the radio station as an intern, basically both paid positions, not very much, but paid. And when I turned in my hours, I accidentally doubled up my time. Okay. So both positions paid me like double what they should have. So I ended up with like $800 that I shouldn't have. Yep. And I remember that I sent them a note and I'm like, Hey, this happened. And they were really appreciative of my honesty. They said, basically it's harder for us to get it back. So just, you've been paid for your work. So congratulations it's kind of like they kind of fronted they gave me you, money yeah they fronted it to you so you you just kept working and you yeah. didn't get paid the which was paycheck. neat but also it was hard to get fronted money of that amount at yeah. that age because i was like oh boy oh, live large. yeah <laughs> so a worker in chile has kind of done that he submitted his resignation and cannot be found after his job accidentally paid him 330 times his salary <laughs> Because of a payroll error. Okay, so the Heck worker, yeah. <laughs> he's a dispatch assistant at a cold meats manufacturer in oh, Chile. Oh no, not the cold meats. He received a paycheck of 165, 398,851 Chilean pesos or $180,418 for the month of May. Okay. Wow. He was supposed to receive only about $545. The dude got paid... <sighs> 180,000 wow. was supposed to make 545. The worker initially alerted his manager, according to the local media outlet there. The manager asked them to um return the money. The human resource officer that was assigned to the whole thing said, "Hey, go to the bank tomorrow and return the extra money." The and worker he just said no. No, so he initially said that he'd go to the bank the next day, but he kept the money and ignored communication from no! his employer over the next few days. The man offered his resignation through a letter sent by his lawyer, and they have not been he able... He retained a lawyer real quick. He did. <laughs> so they filed an official complaint against the employee, but um, no arrests have been made so far. So I don't know how... They gave how... him the money. I, it's not really... I don't know. I'm sure... I, I'm, I'm interested to know what the law says about this yeah. because they gave him the money. He did steal it. Right. I mean... They put it in his account. It's honest... I don't know. Do you think that's stealing... I, it's really on the fence. It's on the fence. I do think that I, I certainly wouldn't do this. Like this isn't yeah, something I, I would do. This is not something that either of us would do. I don't know legally where it's at. I think legally he's probably in the clear. I really do think that there's yeah. some sort of morally. I don't think so. I don't know, though. It may depend on that country's laws, because in the United States, I know that if you get like if they have a problem at walmart like the walmart self checkout and they switch the hundred and the 20 if you don't report that that's stealing okay yeah so in this country i think that would be considered (coughs) stealing yeah well i don't know because they gave it to him i I don't know i don't know so he's not been in contact with the company they can't find him no one really knows where he's at he kind of disappeared off the earth and he has a lawyer he's wired up i'm sure if he is a lawyer they've looked into like yeah what it is chilean law yeah i guess if it goes to trial 
we'll let a judge in a court decide. This I'm, will be really interesting. This is one of those cases that I legit would love a follow up for. I would love a follow up. I've got to know because if they if they really do sort of press charges, that doesn't mean the courts or the law has to do anything. They can they can try and sue or get at him, but if he's legally in the clear, he's in the clear. And he could probably settle. Yeah. With. I don't know, giving them some of it back and yeah. still keep most of it. Yeah. Wow. It, it's it's wild to think about. You it's, know who I would hate to be in this situation? The person who... The payroll person that the money. accidentally did that because yeah. they are in hot water. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're in hot, hot dog water. <laughs> okay, so our next story, this is wild. An ad company that's been huge overseas in India and other Asian markets is coming to the U.S. Okay, so a Google-backed ad company called Glance is looking to launch in the U.S. in the next couple of months and bring media content like news and casual games to Android lock screens, meaning soon Android users who purchase new phones from carriers might be seeing ads on their phone's lock screens. So things like ads for news services, you know those little clickbaity things yeah, that are like on everywhere. news websites. So if you're not familiar with Glance, um, this is a huge deal. They're on over 400 million devices in India and Asian markets. They've launched in 2019. Basically, they're huge overseas, but they haven't quite made their way into the U.S. market yet. They're hoping to in the next couple of months. It's an ad company? It's an ad company. Basically, Ugh. they sell ads. So all of your products that you've looked at, all of the targeted ads. Okay, look, I'm fine if someone wants to give me ads. If they are going to take my data as payment and give me ads, that's annoying. Okay. Yeah. You're also, you're taking my privacy. You're taking right. my data. You're selling that. Yeah. So that people can give me ads everywhere else. I don't need it on my phone lock screen. Yeah. That is so irritating. And I I'm sure that there's going to be a paywall where you can like pay to have it removed. I think it just looks real tacky. I think it's going to yeah. look really, really tacky. Ugh. And I don't know, just the, the way that we're now bombarded with ads every single place we look like our eyeline is just destroyed with ads i yeah. don't love that and i and i know I that your either. phone lock screen is kind of like you look at it for two seconds while you unlock your phone but at the same time it feels like that's your phone like that's a little bit like that's your like portal. i own this yeah that's your portal to we have to have this yeah right that's your portal to interact with your friends and family to have it a little bit it's like making you have to pay for air like can't we all just breathe it the yeah. thing that we all have said is a necessity yeah so like, are we doing this i just don't know how i mean clearly consumers are relatively okay with it because it's on i'm not okay with it 400 million devices I'm overseas not okay with it yeah so. so what do you get out of it does it just pop up on there without your consent or are you getting something out of it basically it's going to be a preloaded service on newer Android devices uh, barf. sold. So a lot of this is actually funny. So Android is a little bit more loosey goosey on what kind of apps and content you can have loaded onto the phone. Great. So carriers and different brands will kind of sideload their own apps and their own proprietary software on these phones. Right. An Android phone is a lot more like a computer in that way, whereas Apple is a little bit more restrictive on what can be loaded on there. Mm -hmm. So a lot of androids and a lot of the complaints about androids is that they have stuff that's borderline malware installed by carriers on their phones and stuff that's so annoying it is annoying Ugh. so this is and an I extra hate apple like yeah ugh. this is an extra I, and i think this will actually be an extra differentiating feature between apple and android now android you're already taking the l because you're android let's not do it sometimes 
Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, they're consistently usually cheaper, so that's the cheaper alternative. But I think with that comes the price of... For one, they're already frustrating to utilize. Like, they are so not... They're so hard to understand how to use (laughs) anyway. Yeah. And they're ugly. It is. Uh, I see. Now you're adding ads. It's going to be rough, and I think it's going to be on some of those phones that are probably the cheaper end phones. Of course. So yeah, it's the people who are going to feel this are people who are trying to save money on their oh, phone I'm device. So mad. So yeah, it's, it is rough because I loved I loved my Google phone, my Pixel. I loved yeah. it, but it kind of really degraded after three years of having it, two and a half years of having it. Didn't they like stop supporting? They apps stopped on supporting it. it. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was really rough, but. I had to Why s- do we have this wasteful thing that we have deemed a necessity? Yeah. And y- you have to replace it every two years. It's a thousand dollars. Preaching to the choir, I know. For a new phone. Yeah. It's so stinking wasteful. It makes me so mad. It is frustrating. It is very frustrating. I know. I'm right there with you. I'm really upset today. It is. You tough. pick some upsetting topics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Uh, let's jump into the last one, though. Okay. Well, I thought this one was going to be fun. Nope. Think again. Okay. <laughs> well, you thought dinosaurs. Brie loves dinosaurs. Let's talk about that. Yeah. This is about the ethics of dinosaur bone selling, okay? Oh, gosh. All right. Here we go. So, basically, you sent me this USA Today article about a um, dinosaur that's being auctioned off by Sotheby's to a private owner. So, a Gorgosaurus. A Gorgosaurus. So... Fun fact. This is a little fun fact for you. This is a little bonus item. So all of the big main dinosaurs that we all know and love, they're mm-hmm. not from the Jurassic period. They're from the Cretaceous period. They're oh, from okay. the period before. The Jurassic period had smaller, like weirder, is like whales. Oh, okay. You know, like there's nothing really in the Jurassic period that's of note that we recognize as a main animal. So okay. this Gorgosaurus is like a smaller T-Rex. Uh, did you see the picture of it? It's I still did. pretty big. It looks very T-Rexy. It does look very T-Rexy. So it's going to be a small carnivore. And I think it's the first one that's ever been sold by Sotheby's. So it's nearly 10 feet tall. So this is a complete skeleton. Right. It's nearly 10 feet tall, 22 feet long. And it was found in the Judith River Formation near Havre, Montana in 2018. The discovery was exceptional because of the rarity of the Gorgosaurus material found in the United States, according to Sotheby's. Right. So it's a rare dino skeleton. It's a rare dinosaur skeleton. So they estimate it to sell for five million to eight million dollars, which I think is pretty cheap for a whole that for a whole dinosaur. For a 75 million year old dinosaur. That's a whole dinosaur. Well, and what's actually neat about this is that this specific fossil reconstruction has some of the more defining features intact that separate the Gorgosaur from the T-Rex. So it like to the layperson, it'll be easier to identify it. So it's like, this is a complete set. Yeah. Like, this is a near is. like with all the teeth. mint condition yeah. fossil. Yeah. And it's because they found of the way that it was found. Basically, they find them in these river basins mm-hmm. where um, the minerals have basically compacted onto them and like they are, more well-preserved. Interesting. Um, the United States is actually home to where the Tyrannosaurus Rex was. So we actually have a lot of the big, scary ones. That's cool. Were found in the United States. Go us. So that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, what this um, Cassandra Hatton, Sotheby's Global Head of Science and Pop Culture, says, In my career, I've had the privilege of handling and selling many exceptional and unique objects. But few have the capacity to inspire wonder and capture imaginations quite like this unbelievable skeleton. 
So it has never been offered before. Uh, the species, the Gorgosaurus, has never been offered before at auction. And all other known skeletons are in museum collections. So I guess they feel the it's fine to sell it. So it's an apex predator uh, or an apex carnivore and translates to fierce or terrifying lizard. Roamed what was now the western United States and Canada during the late Cretaceous period. Right, they found 10, it in Montana. About 10 million years before the T-Rex. Okay. And they found a lot they they found a lot in Montana. Right. of fossil wise. So why um, why is it bad that they're selling it? What's the okay, problem so with Okay, so the problem is I looked up how many people own this is how I this is how I got there. I go, how many people own dinosaur skeletons? Right. Cuz I've seen like a I think it was an architectural digest thing one time and someone had a whole skeleton. Um, apparently we don't know. It's a very shady thing oh. to sell dinosaur skeletons and scientists usually beg people to stop the sale Ooh. because they need that stuff for like they need to research these carnivores like they right. need the research and then after that they should go to like a research body or somewhere where people can go and look at them like everybody it belongs in a museum it really does so there was a here let me pull up the article there was an act basically that says um if any dinosaur bones are found any any of them are found in federal lands that those belong to the federal government so those are meant for scientists to take a look at and then it, they cannot be sold they Oof. have to go to um, like a museum right. or research body Which or something good. like that. Yeah, so everybody can see them. And what is happening is private owners and stuff are finding them and then they're able to sell them. Nice. Okay. So they're just doing it to bake a buck. And it's, and there was like a big T Rex that was sold back in 2018. Scientists were begging for them to halt the sale because they've never had, like, they, they have very few specimens. Right. I, I, I find it sad. So, there are actually um, there are other laws in play where you um, like you can't even take a piece of fossilized driftwood off of federal land. Good gosh! They have like you know those little I think they're called trial trial blights like they're like this big and they're technically a fossil. You can take those if you find them out in like the wild, but anything bigger than that you're not supposed to take because it technically belongs to the federal government and it would be stealing. So we just got to hope that whoever buys this million dollar and they're not, they're not. It'll probably never be seen again. Oh, gosh, that's that's what they're saying. Like all of these big carnivorous, cool dinosaurs are selling for millions and millions of dollars and no one is ever seeing them again. Oh, okay. So some some rich guy just has it in his house. So we need a cool guy to. It's just buy it. You know, I wasn't mad about it. I was like, oh, that's cool. They're going to sell it. And then I'm like, hmm, I don't like that, actually, because, yes, it should be in a museum. It should be where everybody can see it. All right. This so is here's a part of our history. If you're a millionaire listening to this episode, the month of July is your chance to buy a Gorgosaur. OK. And donate it. And donate it. So this might be a weekend catch up listener. All right. You don't even have to include us on the little plaque when you send it to the Smithsonian or something. But I'm saying if you're listening. This is your sign to go buy this dinosaur, put it in a museum. They just, they deserve to be in the museums. I mean, Agreed. they do. They're not for rich people to just have. Boom. There you go. That's our episode this week. Thank you so much for listening with us. Have a great weekend. And again, buy that dinosaur. Put buy it. it. We need it. Put it in it. the Smithsonian. We need it.